0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Industry Headlines. Kevin Kaufman and Fred Weaver, where we look back at roughly the last seven days and talk about what's happening in the real estate and mortgage news. So let's go over the headlines for you, and then we'll jump in. Uh, Blackstone Financial has cashed out their investment that they had in Invitation Homes. That leads our stories for today. Also, Keller Williams' profit share changes coming soon. Up for a vote very quickly. We'll share those with you. And crowdfunder Nico aims to cut locals in on their gentrification returns. We'll have to define gentrification because I needed a definition <laughs> earlier as well. So, Kevin,
1: let's start from the top. Yeah, Blackstone cashing out or cashing in oh, if yeah. on Invitation Homes, uh, selling off the remaining shares of this uh, company that now owns, um, gosh, I forget how many thousands of, of single-family resident uh, residential rentals sorry there, uh, across the country. So that is a big deal, because Blackstone's one of the biggest hedge funds in the in the world, and they pumped a lot of cash into Invitation Homes uh, over the last decade or so, as they began buying up Singapore yeah homes everywhere. This really kinda goes back to probably
0: 2011, 2012, right? Early part of this decade where lots of foreclosures, lots of distressed properties, and this was sort of the, you know, the genesis of, of these big companies, these funds, if you will, buying homes, Blackstone being a large amount of that money. Um, so anyway, uh, Blackstone eventually took Invitation Homes public in 2017, right? Mm-hmm. So they started it and now they're selling off their interest in it. So it's interesting. Invitation Homes lives on, still buying homes today throughout the country, um, just Blackstone is cashing out,
1: cashing in. Blackstone made their money, though. Like, yeah. By the way, yeah. uh, take a cue from these companies, right? So Blackstone made a big bet, started buying when I think a lot of other kind of normal, uh, I'm going to say normal people were still a little nervous because, you know, it was still f- so, so fresh from the downturn, if you will. It was almost hard to believe that things were going back the other way. And uh, here they are cashing in, cashing out, whatever you want to call it, uh, with their last $1.7 billion with a B, worth of returns. Yeah. That's
0: big. That's real big. So uh, next up in industry headlines is a story that uh, originated, I believe, back in July of 2018. Gary Keller took the stage at Inman Connect and essentially got pissed off uh, for people that had founded and started other companies, namely eXp. Uh, for uh, continuing to receive their profit share. So um, he made statements at that Inman Connect back in July of 2018 about how some of the founders that they created such a better company than him should give their money back. And it sort of started this conversation about should people be allowed to leave KW, start other companies and keep receiving their profit share? That's how the system was built um but now here we are and unofficially unofficially Kevin not, still
1: unofficial still it's unofficially voted in
0: the company is pushing for the next IALC that's their international agent leadership council to vote to change the vesting period on profit share from 3 years to 7 years no
1: yeah. and i think there's another
0: change as well
1: yeah so the other thing would be is if you leave and go to a competitor no longer get to keep it and that is a that might sound like kind of a no duh but that was a big deal uh something that keller stood on for decades in fact is that hey no it's okay if you help us build then you help us build and you 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 deserve the right to retain those earnings through profit share and they're gonna go ahead and change that now so not only from three to seven years you know what's funny though and i didn't share this with you earlier but i was thinking back i know that uh there was a time point in time probably when mo anderson was still a little more involved in the company where she wanted to move the best team from three years to five years and, and it was mm-hmm. voted down mm-hmm. uh, my guess is that the IALC, ialc uh will absolutely push this through uh we all know yeah. how those votes typically go and so this will be probably become official in in february ap- after a family reunion or during family reunion uh 2020 for keller williams so listen personally I feel like they had to do this. This was a smart move. It's long overdue. It's just different than what they used to do. And um, I know it's going to rub a lot of people the wrong way. And... That's I, I don't know. I,
0: I don't have a problem with you changing rules, but I, unofficially, just so we're clear, this is a change going forward. So this is not a retroactive yeah. change. When there was some articles written many months ago about changes, there was people that were like, well, they can't change. They can't take my money from me. I, I, you're right. I don't think they can. Well, that would call, it um, on, on I There'll be some class action lawsuits or a class action lawsuit on your hands there. So anyway, all unofficial. We'll see how this plays out, but I just think it's some big, big changes yeah. uh, going on. And then uh, let's go
1: with the last one. Yeah, matter. so Crowdfunder Nico aims to cut locals in on gentrification returns. I'll be honest. I didn't know that word either until so we started hanging out with Leo oh, Sanchez more. Oh, okay. Uh, and right. so essentially that is gentrification. i am probably even butcher this, but my – layman's understanding of it is that hey it's a neighborhood where it's been run down it kind of gets repurposed rebuilt back up we've seen a lot of that here in the phoenix area it happens inside of a lot of inner cities if you will gentrifying neighborhoods i've heard them called yes that's so the gentrification process would bring them to be gentrified
0: yeah so but what's interesting here is that you have a company that is um raising money if you will crowdfunding right um that then is going to cut locals back into those returns so it's like getting the the people in these areas back involved in rehabilitating the neighborhood versus somebody from the outside coming in and essentially saying like we're taking your neighborhood from you and making it better and now you can't afford to live here or whatever like which i'm sure is some of the feeling that goes on in some of these project.
1: Absolutely, like, maybe I'm making that up. No, but no, that's, that's my exactly. sense of what's going on. So, here. like, you go to like downtown Phoenix as an example, since we're in the Phoenix area and we love referrals, by the way. Um, so, you take the downtown Phoenix area where there's been a ton of gentrification projects going on, and it's expensive as hell now to buy a condo mm-hmm. or an apartment down there, or whatever the case is. There's some really nice buildings, and and the price is that way for a reason. It should be, but but w- what happens is the developers win big in that. Uh, and not as much everyone else. So this is really given the chance to the people in the neighborhood, yeah. the people in the community that wanna have a say-so to be able to like build, buy into these types yeah. of deals uh, to and to have a say so if you will in your own community
0: it's newsworthy because at
1: some level if
0: this works this model could be used amongst other municipalities and governments right to make yep. these projects go faster because you better believe there's lots of these on the list of every small city town you know county whatever it may be state where they're like we would love to turn that around but how do we do that
1: right so this could be a new model yeah. for doing that it'll be interesting to watch these guys could be bringing the new the new model for exactly for that, I, I believe. So Nico's, uh, Nico's the name of the company, NICO, if you want to look them up, uh, they're expecting to launch a fund in LA, uh, the park, uh, the neighborhood called Echo Park in early 2020. So I think that's going to be kind of cool and interesting. Um, it's going to initially own three rent stabilized multifamily buildings in the neighborhood, but obviously they'll look to do more over time. Awesome. Thanks for joining us for industry headlines. We'll see you
0: back here next week. Bye. Hey everyone, Fred Weaver here. I interrupt this important podcast to remind you that NLA Live 2020 is around the corner. NLA Live 2020 will be held in Scottsdale, Arizona at the Talking Stick Resort. It's a beautiful hotel and casino, and we have an incredible lineup of speakers that we'll be announcing here shortly. You can find out more information and get the very best deal on pricing by visiting nextlevelagents.com and clicking on our events page. We look forward to seeing seeing you there again nextlevelagents.com and click on the event page
1: hey that's it for today thanks so much for your time really appreciate it if you found this valuable do us a favor please review us on itunes or wherever you're listening and share this with your friends and for more great content check out kevinandfred.com that's kevinandfred.com we'll see you soon